0: May be seated, glory! It is good to have all of you here. Good to have all of our guests and visitors. I know we had a gentleman stop in right after church today, and and uh, was praying, and uh, was going to see his niece uh, that needed prayer, and uh, who was going, I think, to the hospital, and came in and saw the church and. Wanted to just take a moment and pray, and some people, folks, were able to pray with him this morning. And I, I am thankful for the blood, aren't you? Amen. And uh, I appreciate uh, the word that the Lord gave us tonight. I appreciate the spirit, the awesomeness of everyone responding to the. The awesome move of the Holy Ghost, just an an incredible presence of God that ushered in and was um, in in this place. I know, (laughs) given Brother Jensen's baptism, it's good to have his grandmother, and I think uh, who else is there? His niece, uh, cousin, cousin, and uh, good to have. Sister Calhoun, Lord bless her, and uh, good to have all of you in the house of the Lord. We're we're thankful, and I we're going to baptize Jensen here just in a few moments. I I know we started uh, the lesson this morning in the sermon, and it was on uh, strangers and sojourners. And as I mentioned this morning, I know probably we have all at one point maybe traveled somewhere and been a guest in someone's home or been a stranger and a pilgrim, as the Bible said. But I, I guess really I had never... Uh, looked at through the Word of the Lord and how important that concept was, and I I talked about how Abraham was one of the first to use that phrase when he purchased a, a place for Sarah, and then later on, of course, the Lord used that in Leviticus when he described Jubilee and when he described feast and so forth, and how they had been in Egypt and uh, use several examples through that uh, time period that was explaining the importance of remembering that this world is not our home and that here we are and we are just a Pilgrim we are passing through. And David even mentioned that in his psalm when he cried and prayed and and basically was a great prayer in chapter 39 and later when he testified or prayed uh, as he was thanking God for the things that he had done. And, and you know that's a hard thing, and I, I did not I I did not spend a long time on that because each one of these verses actually probably deserves being preached about. But it's amazing when when somebody, you know, would tell you, you can't do something, you can't give, you can't build a church, you can't do that, but they would be willing to say, well, Lord, what can I do? And then say, I'm going to be thankful for what I can do. You know, most of us, we get it in our mind, and I talked last week about a a hammer and the will of God, and we think, well, if I can do this, I'm going to do whatever. But you know what? If I Just whatever I can do for the kingdom. David had that attitude whenever he, he talked there in Chronicles about, Lord, my life is but a shadow. And I, I'm thankful that I can give. I'm thankful that I can be part in what you've done for me and how you've brought me out and then of course the Hebrew verses where uh, in the 11th chapter where it said these all died in the faith and not having uh, received the promise and yet uh, what they did was they embraced them and uh, confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth for they that do such things blatantly seek another country and they are not mindful from the country that they have been called from and that was in a hallmark of faith. And and I'm here to tell you that if you are struggling with faith, probably you have not been reminding yourself every day that I am a pilgrim and a stranger. Because you'll be surprised how that will energize your faith. Just simply that confession, Lord, I know this world is not my home. I'm a pilgrim. I'm a passing through. Will energize your faith. Because all of a sudden you realize, you know what? Uh, All these things that are troubling me, all these things that are worrying me, all these things that are stressing me, in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, it's all going to be different. And hallelujah, I know, it, it's easy. And you say, well, uh, you know, to get caught up in what's the, the pressure. And that's why there was a verse in the Old Testament where uh, I think it was David that said, don't make me too poor, don't make me too whatever. Because when you're in a painful or stressful situation, it's easy to forget I'm a stranger and a pilgrim. Because right. it's happening to me right now. And I don't like what's happening to me right now. And I don't like what's happening in my family. I don't like what's going on in my life. I don't like the financial pressure I'm under. I don't like the whatever. But I forget then, guess what? I'm still a stranger. I'm still a pilgrim. I'm a sojourner because it's easy for the spirits that are here. That's why Simon Peter wrote that we're a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, uh, that uh, somehow we should show forth his praises uh, of him that called us out of darkness into this marvelous light. We were not a people but are now the people of God. And then he said, Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts which war against Against the soul I, I will tell you and I know uh, there you there are those here who can testify about it for more than me but you will be surprised when you get yourself and you find yourself fighting the flesh fighting the attitudes fighting your mouth and I went through and I listed some most of those time I have forgotten that I don't belong here. I belong somewhere else. Amen. I'm not, this world is not my home. I can get it in my mind and think, you know what? All things continue as they were from the beginning, but I'm here to tell you that at some point it becomes a doorway into your very spirit, into your very heart, into your very mind when you forget that, guess what? This world is not my home. This one day is all gonna be over and I, what's gonna matter is where, they're, where the I I'm listening to the trumpet sound, and am I ready to meet the Lord in the air? That's what's going to matter. That makes all the difference. It, you know, you say, "Well, but I don't know." You don't understand. I, I don't have this, and I expected to have that, and I expected to be this, and I expected to retire when I was forty, and I I got it. But you know what? One of these days, I'm going to a city that's got streets of gold and gates of pearl, and I may not retire here. I may work until they carry me out, but thank the Lord. As long as it gives me strength, I'll do what I can. Hallelujah. Why? You say, because I'm a stranger and a pilgrim. And I I know it's easy to lose sight of that. And as I said, I've been in people's homes and when I've traveled and I I know what that means, you know. It's not my home and it changes the way. I don't worry about, you know, I don't, they, they drive. And the only problem that I have when I go to Australia is I, I keep wanting to get in the driver's seat, you know, because they are drive on the other side, and and I'll go and I'll and he'll say, you got to get on the other side. And I go, oh yeah, that's right, because they drive on the the wrong side anyway. Don't tell him I said that when he comes in a couple of weeks, but it, and, and and I make the mistake. I'm going over and I'm getting in the driver's side. He'll say, are you driving me? And I'll say, nope, not 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 gonna do it when, when, when we were in New Zealand this past year uh, I, I might have driven a mile or a kilometer but uh, David made David drive you know cuz I'm I'm like I'll kill us we'll look the wrong direction but the point of it is you, you know I don't even worry I don't worry about how bad the traffic is I don't worry if this is the right road I don't worry because it, I don't know huh Because I'm not at home, I'm a stranger, I'm a pilgrim, I'm not there. And so you know when it, it it's not my house I, I don't I don't I, I, I act different I look different and I, all of these these kinds of things because and I, and I I mentioned them this morning and I know I had I had somebody come and they said I want to copy your slides because I, I know what I got to battle this and and it's true we all have to battle it it's it's one of those things that it's so easy for when we are under pressure for our mind to to begin to forget that guess what you know what this world is not my home it's easy to you know when I listed two columns and and we went through of the kind of of thoughts that will come in your mind and if you've never had those thoughts well I, I don't know how you've lived but it's easy and and what happens is I forget that guess what the Lord's got this this is I'm i Thankful Lord, I'm thankful. He came and died on Calvary. I, I am thankful. I don't know why he did it but you know what I'm just grateful. I'm thankful for what he's done. I appreciate Lord I am a, wh- why are you saying that because I realize I, I am a stranger and a pilgrim. I am not from here and then next is not only my mind but my emotions and if you've never had to battle emotions, of anger and malice and envy. I mean, you know, it, it's amazing. You can get mad at people you don't even know if they drive too close. Huh? Or don't move out of the way quick enough or stay at the red light too long or are talking on their phone. Amen. And before long, you, you're just emotionally erect. And you know what? When I was in Australia, I didn't have any of that. I wasn't driving. I didn't care. They could pull in front of the car. I wasn't driving. I'm sitting there watching it all happen. Hello. Wow, I'm a stranger. You know, they look like they're coming at the wrong side. I'm thinking we're going to get hit. So I just had to pray. Lord God, I don't know. He's on the wrong side of the road over there. And then I realize I'm on the wrong side of the road. What are we doing? But emotionally, it's amazing. That sometimes I don't allow myself to act as a stranger. And then not only emotionally, but my mouth. And, I. you know, maybe your mouth is okay. But, you know, I think in terms of, Lord, uh, I talk in tongues on Sunday and uh, get a good blessing on Monday and whatever. And by Tuesday, it doesn't take long for me to be talking things that I shouldn't, you know. I'm angry. I'm quarreling. I'm complaining. I'm murmuring. And that's what the Bible was so... full of these examples that's why whenever they wrote in Hebrews he was saying look that's what happened to them and we read it earlier today in Corinthians because you know they came out of Egypt with Egypt in their mouth Egypt in their attitude Egypt in their thinking Egypt in their heart Egypt all over them they complained about so stupid of stuff They were going to the promised land, a land flowing with milk and honey, huge group, bunches of grapes, and they were begging for onions. You know, you just think, how crazy is this? Why would you, you've been set free from slavery. God's done all these miracles. You watched the plagues and all this, and yet you will read it 10 times. They came out before they even got to Kadesh Barnea. They, 10 times, they angered the Lord. From the first three months, they, were, they had him so angry because of their attitude. Well, they forgot, and they, they had Egypt in their heart. You see what I'm saying? And this is why what we have to do, and and I know a tragedy that we we sometimes we we say, I don't want to talk about it. But my feeling is I want us to use this to remember this. We can't have this world in my heart. It's not my home. I'm passing through. That's why my actions, that's why everything about me has got to be Lord. And you say, well, I'm struggling. You know, I don't like this and I don't like that. And I'm going to, you know what I'm doing? I'm forgetting that I'm a stranger and a pilgrim. Because when I realize that, it changes my outlook. In fact, that's what I read this morning, Corinthians. And I started it in the message. But whenever he said, uh, in Corinthians now all these things happened as examples that's why we have the bible was to see what they went through and how god had to get all of that out of them for 40 years i don't want the lord to wait on me 40 years yeah. I don't want these young folks to have to struggle with this 40 years. I want them at a young age to spit the motto, to get the mantra, Lord, this world is not my home. I'll do my best. I'll work my job. I'll do everything I can. But one of these days, I'm leaving here. One of these days, I'm going to take a trip on the good old gospel ship. I'm going to a land far away. I'm telling you, this world is not my home. When you start thinking that way, it changes your actions. That's how it gives you strength and power to somehow uh, defeat the enemy as he tries to use every inroad. Because, you know, I, I'm going to tell you, you can, just, you, can, you can get on your phone and get an app and you, you can read the news and, and be depressed in five minutes or less. I mean, you know the planet 's melting, and this is going on, that 's going on, and this is why he said, Paul said these were his examples that we should not not that we must realize that God is not going to put us into greater temptation than we 're able. I started this in the message, and i didn 't go to the next slide, but i 'm going to read it to you now here 's what it says in the message he says uh, these all here it is, these are all. Warning markers, danger in our history books written down so that we don't repeat their mistakes. Our position in the stories are parallel. They at the beginning and we at the end. And we are just as capable of messing it up as they were. Don't be so naive and self-confident that you're not exempt. You could fall flat on your face as easily as anyone else. Forget about self-confidence. It's useless. Cultivate God confidence. No test or temptation that comes your way is beyond the course of what others have had to face. I don't care what you're going through. You're not the only one that's ever had to face what you're going through. All you need to remember is God will never let you God will never let you down he'll never let you be pushed beyond past your limit he'll always be there to help no and you through it I'm telling you we're a stranger we're a pilgrim my dad knows where I am he knows what I'm going through he knows how many hair I have he's not gonna put more on me than I'm able to go through and you say, but I've failed, I've given, I, I've, I've, I've fallen, I've got, I've given way to the flesh, I've acted like I've been a citizen of this world, like, some, like something here, you know, and, and that's always funny, I, I always love it when people think, I've been missing out, what have you been missing out on? Huh? What you been missing out on? Oh, I don't want to live for God because I, I remember I used to miss out, miss out! I, mean, I, I go to Australia and they come back, and, and if somebody tells me, "Yes, what? You, did you see the this or did you see the that or did, you missed out?" I, go, I don't know. Might not have been as cool as what I saw. I mean, they got me in uh, uh, three times. I've been there, and three times they try to get me up into these tall trees and walk on things. And finally, the last time, I said, "Look, enough. I'm I'm tired of walking up high and things that sway like this." They said, "You'll miss out." I said, "Guess what? It's okay." The Bible doesn't want me up there. And they said, "What?" I said, "I have scripture for it. Lo, I'm with you always." And I, he didn't want me up there high, swinging in the wind, and all that. I'm missing out. Man, you know. I mean, what do you say if something happens? I'm telling the truth. <laughs> you say what? Well, what do you say you do? The Bible said, "If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just." to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Whenever I, if I've been off track, all I, if my thoughts have been off track, my mouth's been off track, my emotions have been off track, my actions, it's time to say, Lord, remind me I'm just a pilgrim. I don't need all this stuff. This is not my home anyway. You say, oh, pastor, what are you trying to do? Live in a sheltered life where no one... No, I'm telling you what Paul said. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be. Why? Oh, because you know what? If I don't see every Taj Mahal, if I don't go to every, it's okay. Because you know what? One of these days I'm going to walk down a street of gold. (laughs) You say, oh, but my job is to be a million miler and fly a million miles around. Well, God bless you. You can have that as a goal. But you know what? My world, my one goal is to take a trip through the starry sky and to see the constellations as we pass by. What are you talking about? I know how to be a base and how to pound everything. Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed to be both full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Then he later said, In everything, give. How can you do it? How can you be thankful? How can you be thankful? You don't know what you've, I've gone through. You don't know what has happening to me. You don't know where I am. You haven't experienced what I've experienced. No, nope, you're probably right. I haven't. But guess what? We're all just pilgrims. We're all just strangers. We're just sojourners on a journey. Oh, hallelujah, and what a privilege it is, and it's exciting, I I mean, it's exciting to go to the embassy and to see all of you and to worship together, but guess what, everybody's just on a journey, and we're a stranger and a pilgrim, and if you ever forget that, you're going to find that you're going to struggle through every aspect of your life. You're going to struggle to say, oh, you'll be easy to get jealous, you'll be easy to get angry, you'll be easy to get bitter, you'll be easy to feel cheated, you'll be easy to feel like you know what and, and and when you're just a stranger you're just thankful I'm glad I'm here glad I'm alive glad I got to huh well it's okay whatever I mean doing my best hallelujah but you say Pastor I I I this is bothering me that's troubling my, my mind my heart my just say Lord I know it's all going to be over in a little bit, whether it's in my lifetime or not, whether I leave on a plane or either I leave through the grave or whether I le- it's all going to be all right because I'm just a stranger here anyway. Let's stand. Hallelujah. We're going to get ready to baptize Brother Reese Jensen. brother.